0: What's up socialites and welcome to another episode of the podcast as always I am super pumped on this episode but this one in particular because today I'm going to be answering the questions that you submitted on Instagram about digital marketing personal branding business development and the list kind of goes on and on from there but you get what I mean. Anyway, if you don't know, for the last four years, actually this month is my four-year anniversary, um, I've been running a digital marketing agency uh, with an incredible team, and we've had the opportunity to work with small, local mom-and-pop businesses all the way up to Fortune 500 companies and universities, and we've helped grow their businesses with some of the strategies that I'm going to share with you today, um, and I'm excited to share that knowledge with you. If you know anything about me, you know that I love to come up with my homies, and right now you guys are my homies, so I appreciate these questions I'm excited to share the knowledge Um, and I also wanted to say thank you thank you so much for Listening to this podcast over the last year and a half, it's been absolutely incredible. I can't believe um, how successful it's been. And it's because of you. It truly, truly is. And if you have a moment, I would really appreciate a a review on iTunes. The more reviews that the podcast gets and the newer that they are, the higher it actually comes up in the search rank um, when people are looking for new podcasts to listen to. And obviously, I do want to grow this with you guys. So far... We've created an amazing community, and I'd love to expand it and have other people helping other people and growing that out. And notice, I said we grew that community together because it was not me by myself. It's been people like you, and listeners like you, who have really helped this over the last year and a half. Um, and honestly, there'd be I'd be just talking into into nothing if it wasn't for you guys um so thank you for motivating me i appreciate it and thank you for sticking by for so long i can't wait to see what the next you know year and a half brings what 2019 brings the people that we're going to talk to and what we're going to build together so thank you so much um but before i speak too much let's get on to the questions that we have here um let me pull them up real quick i actually just I, i tore them down for some reason the screenshots you know, what's crazy is like of all the things that Apple figured out, how to organize your photos is definitely not one of those things. Uh, so let me pull up the questions real quick. The first question is actually from April. And April asked a really great great question. She asked, how to how do you build your business organically using social media? Um, the number one way that I think that you can build your business organically using social media is to be about it yourself and to use it as more of a communication tool rather than using it as a content push tool. And I think that's the that's where a lot of people fall short. Um, use your direct messages, uh, you know, use your comments and use your personal pages as much as you possibly can. And the reason that I say that is because your first couple customers are probably going to be your, uh, you know, your friends and family. So. You know, using your personal pages will help gain awareness that way. And the more relevant content that you push or that you produce and the more you actually engage with the people that are interested in your content, the more it's going to grow over time. So that's kind of a theoretical way to do it. In addition to that, I would say check out your competitors. And, uh, you know, if they have an Instagram profile, for example, start engaging with the people that are following them. You know, if you're able to gain awareness, uh, from those people that are already interested in somebody, you know, that is your competitor, there's a chance that they'll at least check you out, but at least you'll be in the right place. The trick is finding where the people that are interested in your product or your service are actually hanging out. Who are they following? What platforms are they using? Create content there and communicate with content, uh, communicate with them on that, that platform, right? Right. Um, you can also search hashtags with industry related hashtags. So if you're you know if you have a swimsuit company, you know you can you can search uh, Beach Style 2018 or whatever it might be and starting start engaging with those users. But really the trick is to use the one-on-one engagement uh, as a tool to really grow your business. It's not a quick fix, it takes time, but if you want to grow it organically, it's about first identifying where your, uh, where your target customers are, then you're going to want to create content um, that those people might enjoy. And then you want to deliver that content to them on the platforms that they're hanging out on. And if they're not already following you, you're going to have to do a lot of outreach in by searching hashtags uh, that, um, that are revel- relevant to you and, and um, communicating with users who use those hashtags. But in addition to that, you know, finding those competitors as well and engaging with them there, using your personal pages. It's really like, it's really just starting to build up the brand overall. But the best way that I've seen uh, you know, social media work is by, you know, again, it's not from ads. It's not from, um, you know, it's not from, uh, you know, an email funnel or anything like that. It's one-on-one conversations with people um, and, you know, spread gaining awareness that way. So that's what I definitely recommend to start growing your business um, organically on social media. And, you know, the rest is everything that you see, man. It's creating content day in, day out and things that people are, are uh, that things that people are interested in. Now, Carol asks, sorry guys, I had to take a sip of this, uh, of my drink, my mouth is like drying out from that little rant there, but Carol asks, uh, do you have any tips on getting your post seen organically instead of being eaten by the uh, Instagram algorithm? Now, as I'm going through the questions here, it seems like a lot of questions are about this or about growing your account, how to be, how to drive engagement, how to get your content seen. So, um, first things first is one, you need to, again, create good content, but it's not just that use 30 hashtags in every single post. I still do it. I don't use the same 30 hashtags every single time. You can use a tool like hashtagify.com to find, um, hashtags that are relevant to your industry or your content. And then you can start building like, you know, lists of, different groups of uh, hashtags. In my notes, for example, I have like five to 10 different uh, groups of hashtags based around the different types of content that I'll actually produce or just variations to change it up. And the reason that you want to do this is because if you consistently use the same hashtags over and over and over again, Instagram is gonna start stop indexing you in the Discover section. So that's one way to do it. Also, I'm assuming that you have a public profile. You've no idea how many times I've seen people have a private profile, and then wonder why their content isn't being seen. So make sure you have a public profile, so that's one. Um, The other thing that you wanna do as well is once you post that content, you wanna start connecting, or you wanna start engaging with people that you're already following. Because that interaction is gonna trigger Instagram to be like, yo, these people are still communicating with each other, I should probably show this content to that person. Right. So go through your followers, especially that you have right now that you might not, that you might not have seen come up in your feed in a while and start engaging with those people right when you post that content or just on a regular basis anyway, so that uh, Instagram knows that you guys are actually communicating with each other and there's a better chance that your content is going to be shown on, uh, on their page when you do finally post. The other thing that you can do as well is you can let people know that you have a new post on Instagram in your Instagram stories. And I know that that sounds spammy, but it works. Um, You'll notice that you're probably getting more views on your Instagram stories than you are on your Facebook like or on your Instagram likes. So again, you're getting more views on your Instagram stories than you are Instagram likes. Uh, so that kind of means that doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting more impressions that way. But, you know, you want to get as many eyeballs to that as possible. So, you know, um, letting people know that you have a new post up will help. I've seen huge accounts do this. I did it for a long time. And really, the reason I'm not doing it now is just purely out of time. And I'm treating Instagram stories and the main feed is two different profiles because I'm a crazy person. Don't even worry. Anyways, let people know in your Instagram stories that you have a new post and also hashtags work in your Instagram, uh, in your Instagram stories. Now, you might say I use hashtags all the time, but nobody's viewing it. Well, guess what? You have to use hashtags that people would actually follow. So, like, if you put, you know, hashtag, I don't know if you put hashtag uh, like inspirational post or ins- inspirational quote, for example, there's a good chance that people are actually following that hashtag. Right. Or if you, but if you use a hashtag like hashtag Friday, you know, nobody's using, nobody's following hashtag Friday, dude. Like nobody's following it or maybe they are. I can look it up right now. Let me see. And this is just to prove it. Watch me get like schooled when I put this out. Um, but, Hashtag Friday. And right now what I'm doing, guys, is I'm searching the tags here. 6.2 million posts, but uh, it's not showing how many people are actually following the hashtag itself. I thought it showed. Anyways, there's a good chance that not a lot of people are following this, but they're more likely to follow, you know, niche posts like uh, inspirational uh, inspirational quotes, you know, Um, maybe something... that would definitely, that's one. I know what industry you're in, so I think that might be something that you want to use, by the way. Uh, But think of what people might actually be following when using your hashtags um, in Instagram stories, and there's a better chance that you'll be seen there. And it'll also gain awareness for you in Instagram stories. Um, So that's another way to get your posts seen organically. Um, You know, it's, you got to engage with other people for one, the 30 hashtags thing, it still works. I mean, you'll notice if you have a business profile that it'll show you how many um, people have seen your uh, content based off of your hashtags, right? So that's really it. The rest of it, honestly, it's just tough. You know what I mean? So you gotta do a lot of outreach first us to get noticed. Now the next question that we have here is from Matthew Feltner. Matthew asks, uh, do you recommend self-promotion or on your Instagram stories or client success stories, um, you know, like are you promoting your personal brand or you or your yourself or your own ideas? Are you promoting, or do you recommend, uh, promoting your client success stories? I actually say both, both like what you should definitely share your ideas on whatever your ideas are on, whether you're in fitness and you're in marketing or whatever it is. And then you should share how, It's worked for other people, how your idea has worked for other people and share that case study on on your profiles, because, you know, the results are going to speak for themselves and people are going to end up wanting those same results from you in the long run. Right. So definitely share both of those. It's something that I've started deploying myself. And I think what's more important than that, too, is understanding the context of the platform that you're talking to that you're talking on. Like you got to respect it. You know, people might not respond to uh, a case study on Instagram as well as they're going to respond to it on LinkedIn. Now, you might not get the same vanity metrics, but if you're, but I also, I always, always, always push for impact over impressions. And what I mean by that is you really want your content to resonate with somebody and not for somebody just to see it. Like, I would prefer that seven people really read my article or read my post and like gave me a response rather than 500 people seeing it. And I get no response from that. Makes sense. Should be, it, that, that should make sense. But again, do both do both hundred percent. I think they're both valuable. It's valuable to share your ideas and then share the results of how your ideas actually worked in your client success stories. Now Holly asks, how do I drive uh, gender specific engagement? Now this is very similar to if you're starting a business or anything like that, it's understanding what kind of content for one that gender is going to respond to what hashtags are they, uh, are they using? So now we want to use those hashtags and not only using those hashtags in posts, but also searching for people that are using those hashtags and engaging with them first so they understand who they, who you are. And I'm not just saying liking their posts, leave a comment on their post. You know, they need to know that you exist for them to ever see you and drive that engagement. And in addition to that, I would follow accounts, um, I would follow accounts that have that genders, uh, you know, a majority of that gender, uh, that gender af- uh, affinity or affiliation, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, so if your content is focused toward females, find accounts that are similar to yours and engage with those people so that they know that you exist. You're never going to be able to help whether or not a guy likes your post or like, let's just say you're, it's female centric. You're never going to be able to help if they like it or not. But if you want to niche down and just create content that, that, um, that, you know, females are going to want to engage with, then honestly, you have to create content that looks female friendly use female centric hashtags the same in the captions and connect with other accounts and other people that are around the type of people that you want to engage with your stuff. So, you know, that's what I'd really say to that. It's, it's, Gender-specific, I don't think, is the real question here. It's like, how do, I, how do I drive engagement from my target demographic? And it's about understanding what your target demographic likes, where they hang out, who they follow, what hashtags they're using, and then exploiting all of those things at the same time over and over and over again to drive engagement from that target demo. Caitlin asks, how do I grow? I'm stuck. Now, Caitlin, I have a little bit of context on you, and I know that you're an incredible mom blogger, but in addition to that, you're also a great influencer, and you're also a great businesswoman. You have a lot of marketing insight. Now, you know just as well as I do that Instagram like, kind of sucks to grow a profile on. It really does. It's hard to do it these days because of the algorithm. However, I think you have so much value to add from a business standpoint, for mom whoever it might be, from a business standpoint, that you can actually funnel some of your traffic from a platform like LinkedIn, where the algorithm is heavily in our favor right now. It's more chronologic than what should we call it? Than a uh, Uh, than Instagram, but more importantly than that, like using hashtags and connecting with other people, the reach is so much higher. So I think you can actually drive traffic from LinkedIn to Instagram if that's where you want to grow, or you can just start growing that presence there as well and picking up a bunch of new followers along the way. Over time, when you, ask people to follow you on Instagram or whatever it might be from LinkedIn or vice versa from Instagram to LinkedIn, you're going to start meshing those audiences together. But I think it's about using other platforms to drive traffic to whatever page you're trying to grow. And right now uh, LinkedIn is where it's at. I know you have a lot of valuable content that you can share on LinkedIn and I would highly recommend it. If you want to talk about it more, let me know my friend Brittany Crystal um, is crushing on, uh, on on LinkedIn right now. And uh, I'm sure she'd love to share some information with you. SMC617 asks, what kind of action statements work best in posts? And by action statements, I'm assuming that you mean uh, call to action if you're trying to sell some things. So again, the question is, what kind of action statements work best in posts? Well, it depends. And what it actually depends on is how good the content was leading up to it before you ask somebody to do something, whether it's clicking a link in your bio, purchasing a product, following another account, whatever it is. And I'm not talking about the content in that specific caption. I'm talking about the content that you've been pushing out for the last three months, the last 18 months. How do people know you? Was that content good enough for you to ask them to to purchase something from you? So, you know, it depends on what you're trying to sell. I like saying things like, instead of like, by now, I would say discover more, learn more, that type of thing, and really warming up your leads before you're actually just uh, trying to sell them something. And you can warm them up with organic content all the time. But typically, if you are able to offer something in va- of value in return for your call to action, for example, you know, click the link in my bio for seven ways to grow your business would probably help. You know what I mean? Click the link in my bio for a product that will definitely help you, you know, increase your memory and physical stamina and da da da. So follow it up with what are they going to get when they do click the link or when they do purchase or whatever it might be. What are they going to get in addition to that? Are they just clicking it or and they don't know what they're going to get or what's the trade-off? What's the value? So again, 80% of whether or not your call to action is going to be successful depends on the content that you've been pushing out for the last 3 months then it's what you're saying after it. What is the value that you're bringing by them clicking the, the caption in the first place? And that's going to help increase your overall conversion rate, guaranteed. Now, if you're launching Facebook ads, um, I think a great way to make sure that you're getting more click-throughs and higher conversions, because that's your real question. Your question is not, you know, is not necessarily what are the best lines, because that's an easy way out, and I know you're a hard worker. The question is how do I increase uh, my conversion rates? So one thing that we've been doing is we're actually putting the link to the destination page in the caption of Facebook posts. So. In addition to like the link, right, the link where it says learn more by now, we're also putting it in the actual caption. And that's helped out quite a bit. And we've getting we get a ton of clicks from that. Um, so that's something that you can definitely do. But I think that that's the question that you should that that we're trying to answer here is how do we drive more conversions? And it's really about, you know, the content that you're promoting before that and the benefit after the call to action, what's going to happen after that. Right. So I would definitely go that route. I hope that answers your question. Actually, I know that answered your question. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, North County Coffee asks, uh, what's the best way to grow a strategy of a newly launched profile? Or I'm sorry, what is the best way to grow a newly launched profile? Um, And that's from North County Coffee. Now, I I know exactly, you know... (sighs) I know kind of not exactly, but I have a a good amount of context on the type of content that you're promoting on your page right now. And I would say this for a coffee page, if you know, if you're going to be doing reviews um, or sharing content related to coffee, I would say find those coffee shops that you will be reviewing Portola, um, you know, Portola coffee. If you're in Orange County or Hidden House Coffee, whatever it might be, find those coffee shops and engage with that coffee shops followers that's the best that's the best way to do it It goes back to square one where we're trying to grow business drive engagement that type of thing we can consider like engagement a new follower because they're now engaging with your profile um, you just that is the number one way to do it in addition to getting shout outs from pages obviously um, shout outs are super valuable um, and you may want to consider uh, putting yourself in a loop and I know that sounds really... Kind of cheesy or corny. And for those of you who might not be familiar, a loop is one of those posts that you've seen where it's like, like this post, tag three friends, follow this account, da 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 da. And it goes in a loop and, you know, You do it with enough people and enough people follow it. It becomes a chain reaction and you grow followers. So consider a loop if you want to do something like that. I know that engagement pods are essentially dead and comment pods, that type of thing. So definitely highly uh, advise against that, especially because Instagram is on a rampage right now, shutting down tons of accounts. Um, And a lot of them have to do with those Instagram and comment or those uh, engagement pods and comment pods. Um, so that was the last question for today. Thank you so much, guys. Um, I think actually there might be one more, same thing. How to build engagement engagement with this new Instagram for, formula? I'm not going to talk your guys' ear off, uh, because it's this. It's really the same thing. You know, it is a lot of hard work to to grow profiles and and uh, increase engagement. But I think the real question you want to ask yourself is why do you want to do this in the first place? Why do you want to grow engagement? Why do you want to grow your followers? Um, is it because, is it vanity? vanity? Are you Do you want to look cool on Instagram? Are you trying to grow a business? It is, for me, I shoot for impact over impressions every single time. And what I mean by that, and as I mentioned earlier, it's more important to me to make sure that I'm delivering value to the right people and that they really resonate with the content that I'm putting out then how many people actually see the post itself or, you know, or like the post? Because if they're not really consuming the content, there's no point other than really looking cool. Right? So, and I know that's kind of a shitty way to put it, but we have to be honest with ourselves. If we want to grow our businesses, what is more important to us? And that's why I rely so heavy on direct messages, why I rely so heavy on, um, honestly, emails, comments, things like that, because that's where the real conversion happens. You know, um, so really cultivating that audience And you know, uh, Caitlin, if you're still listening and for those of you who might not uh who might not know Caitlin, you can follow her on Instagram at Caitlin Onsari. you do an excellent job of, uh, managing your, uh, managing your community. You know what I mean? So now it's just taking it from another place and putting it there, but you've, you've grown so much and you've been successful because of that. And we can all kind of learn from that. And honestly, it's what's helped grow my business over the last four years is really focusing on the one-on-one connections and building great relationships with the right people. That's the key with the right people so anyways guys um, I'd love to answer more questions for you if you have any of them you know feel free to direct message me on Instagram at Mick M-I-Q-K the Q comes before the K Um, I love doing these episodes with you guys so if you liked it you know I would love a 5 star review as I mentioned earlier if not you know I'm still going to put them out every so often because at the end of the day, this is what I know. This is what I do. I'm learning so much and my team is learning so much from the clients that we're working with and all the new experiences. So as much as we can, we will be sharing this type of information with you. Um, And thank you again for all of your support, listening to this podcast um, and sharing it with your friends, you know, that type of thing. It means the world to me and I will talk to you soon.